Hello everyone, and welcome back. In this episode, we talk about how the reality that you and I experience is an illusion, and how time does not actually exist, and is a physical construct that isn't actually physical, and is shuddering at the frame rate of perception. What is reality, and why are we here? Stay tuned for more in this episode of Fact or Fiction. You wake up, roll over, and grab your phone to see what's going on in the world. It's 7 a.m. and you have to be to work in an hour. You grab a quick shower, brush your teeth, and get dressed. You comb your hair and then give yourself a little wink in the mirror and head out. As you lock your door, you turn around and notice the new neighbor playing with their dog in the grassy area down the stairs. And you start thinking to yourself, this is so weird. I swear that I've been here before. This same exact moment. You shrug it off and introduce yourself to the new neighbor as you pet their dog. Parting ways. You wave goodbye and walk out to the parking lot. You get in your car, buckle up, turn the engine, and head off for work. You decide to turn on a podcast and listen to something new. A few minutes into the episode, your mind races as you tune out reality and start thinking about deeper meanings of life and perception. Subconsciously driving, you ask yourself, what happened when I turned around and saw the new neighbor? The moment seems so familiar to me. Maybe I dreamed about something like that before. Yeah, that's it. I had a similar dream. In the last episode, we left off talking about Dr. Stuart Hameroff and how he detailed a way of extracting consciousness by quantum teleportation through photon echo of the retina into a medium that can support consciousness itself. To give you a backdrop on Dr. Hamroff, he spent 20 years studying the structures inside of neurons called microtubules. These microtubules are cylindrical lotus polymers that make up the skeletal structures inside neurons that can also process information. So what are neurons exactly? A neuron is an electrically excitable cell that receives, processes, and transmits information through electrical and chemical signals. The communication starts when an electronic signal travels down a neuron. These signals are called action potentials. When a message needs to travel between two neurons, an action potential transforms into a chemical message that crosses the gap called a synapse. The release triggers an action potential in the other neuron that continues the process. The more synapses that happen, the more the neuron learns what messages are important and what messages it should ignore. This is essentially how the brain learns and adapts. There is an average of 86 billion neurons that make synapses that happen in the brain, which allow you to think, evaluate your thoughts, and make decisions. Each neuron may be connected to up to 10,000 other neurons passing signals to each other via as many as 1,000 trillion synaptic connections, equivalent by what some estimate to be 
a trillion bit per second processor on a computer. Pretty crazy, right? Well, let's go a little bit deeper. Sir Roger Penrose, who is a mathematical physicist, mathematician, and philosopher of science, claims that there is a formula that you can work out to determine how fast a superposition changes. This is important because we are talking about theories of consciousness. So let's dive into a little quantum physics to get a better understanding before we go any further. And trust me, this will all circle around. I promise. Quantum mechanics is a fundamental theory in physics which describes nature at the smallest scales of energy, levels of atoms and subatomic particles. Quantum mechanics using the Schrodinger equation basically states that there are superpositions where something can exist in two states at the same time. Let's break it down a little. This is generally known as unitary evolution, which tells you how a state of something evolves over time in a continuous way that can be measured. The issue with this is that when something is measured using this method, you receive different probabilities based on the same experiment, creating inconsistencies within the method itself. A superposition states that for all linear systems, the net response caused by two or more stimuli is the sum of the response that would have been caused by each stimulus individually. Schrodinger's equation defines a cat that can both be dead and alive at the same time, giving the cat a 50% probability of being alive or a 50% probability of it being dead. So let's play this out and see what this would look like to give you a better idea of how the Schrodinger equation works. As the story goes, you put a cat in a bunker with some unstable gunpowder that has a 50% chance of exploding and killing the cat, or a 50% chance that the gunpowder will not explode and the cat will survive. The problem with this is that the reality of the cat is dependent on the natural observation that we place on it. If you repeat this process any number of times, you will find the result to be 50% of the time the cat was alive and 50% of the time the cat was dead. The way that this is looked at in quantum mechanics is accepted in that before we open the bunker, the cat is in a superposition state that is both dead and alive at the same time and that by the nature of us opening the bunker, the superposition of the cat collapses, forcing the reality of the cat to be either dead or alive. Meaning that, before using the measurement of opening the bunker, the cat is entangled in two realities, existing in them both, at the same time. Sir Roger Penrose and Dr. Stuart Hameroff came up with a solution to this, called ORC-OR, Orchestrated Objective Reduction. Stating that consciousness in the brain originates from processes inside neurons, rather than from connections between the neurons themselves. This mechanism is held to be a quantum physics process called objective reduction that is orchestrated by molecular structures called microtubules. 
Penrose states that every time the superposition collapses, it's a moment of proto-consciousness, and that somehow this is organized in such a way that it forms what we experience as consciousness. It's pretty heavy, and I hope everyone is following me. Time itself does not actually exist. We are perceiving time as a linear thing that has happened, is happening, or will happen. And that is because we are stuck in a construct that is perceived to be human consciousness. This is the frame rate of reality. Created in the brain, our experience is manifested at the rate of collapsing superpositions, creating human perception. Follow me on this. Have you ever played a video game and had to keep replaying the mission because you couldn't beat it in time? Or you didn't complete the goal? That is what this reality could be. Except we don't know what the purpose is. And we are on some sort of free play mode, restricted to the limitations of human consciousness. Every moment and decision that you have ever, will ever, and can ever make has already happened and is happening at the same time. We are hopping through them simultaneously, creating our reality at the frame rate of perception. But as the cat is to the bunker, trapped in an entangled state, we are the consciousness, or the cat, which is entangled in human experience, or the bunker. The question is, who opened our bunker, and why? For what reason? Why am I experiencing this reality? Maybe someone didn't open the bunker at all. The scene that we played out earlier is one that I have experienced in my life. But when I have experienced these moments of deja vu, I have a moment where I consciously remember being there and the details, but they didn't actually manifest until I experience them. Deja vu from what I know about other people explaining it is a moment that is very familiar, but you are not able to consciously remember the details. And there are a lot of theories that try to pinpoint exactly what this is, but it could be a lot more than just a bad memory. The times that I experienced them were when I would be saying or doing something at a specific time and place that I have never been before, but it feels like a very important moment, like I'm supposed to be there. What I believe is that this could either be some sort of glitch in the matrix of you that exists that creates an anomaly to happen that we call deja vu, or that your shared or higher consciousness existing in a superposition of all the possible versions of you that can and have and will ever exist is somehow sending you a message or a sign for some reason or purpose to correct or change something to achieve some sort of desired result. This could all just be a giant game, a simulation. We believe that we have choice so we choose. But how can there be choice? If I and every version of myself already made every decision possible, 
then why am I deciding to do anything at all? It ultimately circles back to belief systems, and that is what keeps us tied down to what creates the reality we experience. Life is experience, and you create this experience by making decisions. Based on the decisions that you make and how you focus your energy, it creates your reality. But are you creating your reality? Does free will exist? I mean, if before we made the decision to lift our arm, there is already a decision made prior to the thought of making the choice to decide to do it, then do I really have free will? Or is there something else at work? Is the reality that we experience real? Or is it nothing but a game? Just a human consciousness hopping through experience at the frame rate of reality. This is the reality that we live in. This is fact or fiction.